Hello, friends, and welcome to Turtle Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Turtle Power. I'm your host, Turtle Power. This is the podcast where we play games in a powerful way. And uh, we're playing Golden Sun. It's been a long time since I've played Golden Sun. I don't actually remember what we're up to. We finished a tower. Um, this person says, Emma will be fine. Disease is nothing to the water of Hermes. Um, oh, I need to go to the inn. Isaac has 18 health. Garrett has 59. And Ivan and me are both knocked the F out. Where's the end? There's the end. Please, please heal me. Welcome for 16 coins for a room. Would you like to stay? Yes, please. Whew. Let's turn my volume up here. Um, I'm actually, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to look it up before we go anywhere. Let's go to the Google machine and figure out what we're supposed to do. I hope you slept well. Have a nice trip. Thanks, buddy. Um, let's go to the Google machine here. What's, what's going on? Okay, and we're going to search for Golden Sun Walkthrough. And let's see, uh, Kalima Forest, Pilbin Cave, Immel Mercury Lighthouse. Okay, and the next thing on the list is Kalima slash Kalima Forest. But let's look at Mercury Lighthouse real quick, just see if we missed anything. Um, at the bottom, be sure to use an empty bottle and fill it up at the spring to get Hermes water. I don't think I have an empty bottle. Leave the lighthouse, go back to Emil, get supplies, rest after you finish, head back to Klima Forest. Okay. So, um, let's just double check. Uh, oh, that did, oh. Resting at the end doesn't bring people back to life. That's right, you have to go to the, like the church thing to revive people. Man, that's a bummer. This game makes it hard. I hope I have my game volume loud enough there. Mia, this is at the, the church in the cave. We were worried that you wouldn't come back. She shakes her head. I'm so sorry, you two. Mia, we have a problem. The Mercury Lighthouse, it's been lit. Mia and Isaac look at each other. Mia, you already knew? She nods. And they're like, huh? What's the matter? You look strange today, Mia. She looks back and forth between the two kids, then looks away. I, how should I tell you? The little girl steps forward and says, You have something to say? What is it? Well, I, uh... I, I'll be joining Isaac on his quest. It's very hard for me to leave you, but it's the lighthouse. You said the world would be in danger if the lighthouse was lit, right? She looks at Isaac in the back and nods. Is that why you're leaving? To protect the world? She nods and says, Yes, that's right. They look stunned. Boy shakes his head. Then there's nothing we can do. We won't try to stop you then. After all, you are trying to protect the Mercury clan. Yes, I am. Isaac nods. As a member of the Mercury clan, we will protect Emil ourselves, so don't worry, okay? I will try hard to learn to heal as well as you, Mia. Aww. She nods and says, Okay, I'll leave the village in your hands, Megan, Justin. They nod. And she turns at Isaac and says, We can leave without any worries now. And Isaac nods. Hey, little kid, can you can you revive my people? I may only be a student, but I can act as your healer. Welcome, weary wanderers. What aid do you seek? Revive. Yes, revive both people for a donation of 220 coins. A donation. Yeah, right. Um, okay. And then revive... Mia as well. 
I'm gonna turn the volume up just a little bit more. Maybe? Is that too loud now? I don't know. Hopefully not. Um, did that revive them at full health, I wonder? Uh, yes, it did. But not full PP, but that's probably okay. All right, we're going to get out of here and head back to the world map. And then we're gonna go to Kalima, which I definitely remember where that is on this big giant world map. I don't actually. Um, nope, Gondor ran a battle with a bear and a gnome. Um, so while I fight them, what can I talk about here? Um, I've been playing a um, Super Mario RPG, uh, Legend of the Seven Stars, because uh, Skeleton House is uh, playing through that on their audio-only Let's Play. And uh, I'm really enjoying that game. It's, it's very, it's pretty straightforward so far. Um, it's a very linear RPG, which is, is totally fine with me. Very little exploration involved because each area of the world map is just like a little level that you go through. Um, and it's all connected by dots, so it's very straightforward, unlike this game where I am currently lost on the world map. Uh, but I like it a lot. It's, it's very charming. Um, just like playing Paper Mario last year, there's a lot of good humor in it. Um, and uh, it has the cool combat system where, like, you can press A right as you attack. I'm in a cave now. Um, you can press A right as you attack or right as you get hit to either do extra damage or to defend, which is very cool. It makes the... Uh, attacks a little more engaging. Um, two oozes just appeared. So I'm liking that game a lot. Um, what else? I just beat Halo Wars, which is the real-time strategy game that came out uh, on the Xbox 360, made, I believe, by the team that made Age of Empires. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I think I'm just not much of a real-time strategy person because I don't know if it's the way this game is made or the way I play real-time strategy games, but I wasn't doing much strategizing I found that, like, I could beat most of the missions just by, like, uh, like biding my time until I could build up a massive army, and then I could just kind of steamroll through stuff, but that wasn't very exciting, so about halfway through the game I was like, you know what, I'm just going to drop the difficulty down, and it did, and it meant that I could get to that point faster, because I could steamroll the enemies with a smaller army, and um, that made it more fun because I was able to just kind of plow through it. The story was kind of cool. It's it's a very interesting, if, if you are a fan of the Halo, uh, the, the story in the regular Halo games, then this is a cool addition to that because um, it like takes place before Halo, but it involves humanity meeting the Flood. But then at the end of it, the, the, the humans that you were playing as like all go into cryosleep because they have no FTL drive anymore. So I'm like, wait, how long... Do they not, when do they get back? And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna keep playing through the Halo franchise and maybe the Spirit of Fire, which is the name of the ship that they were on, does it show up again at some point in the Halo lore? Actually, you know what? That's a really interesting question. I'm gonna go look it up. We're gonna search Spirit of Fire. Um, History of Spirit of Fire, Halo Wars 2 Primer Series. Let's see, halo.fandom.com, UNSC Spirit of Fire. Um, Human Covenant Ward, Arcadia and the Shield World. So that was that was the one that I did. Uh, blah, 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 almost the correct sleep at this point. So then, uh, on February 10th, 2534, Spirit of Fire, previously designated as missing, was declared lost with all hands. Um, okay. Let's see. And then Infestation. The Spirit of Fire was in fact still drifting through space and had been boarded by flood infection forms. Oh man. That's not good. Apparently this happened in a comic book, it looks like. Cool. 
Uh, on January 2537, a scheduled maintenance report was disrupted by an outbreak of the flood in one of the cryo bays. Serena, in the midst of rampancy, was unable to effectively read the escalating situation. Um, and then, after the war, it was uh, given an honor at the dedication of the Living Monument. Huh. So, basically... Wait, and then it kept going? 2559, the Spirit of Fire arrived above Installation 00. There the crew encountered the Banish. Huh. So, what, let, let's, let's search for, is there a thing that tells me what games it appeared in? Or something? Gameplay, Halo Wars. Does it just only appear in Halo Wars? Weird. But I guess that makes sense because like in in Halo Wars you encounter the flood. So that ship can't come back because if it comes back then like humanity would have known about the flood earlier than it did. List of appearances. Halo Wars Genesis, Halo Wars Halo Reach. It's mentioned in Dr. Halsey's personal journal, then a bunch of books. Halo 5 Guardians there's a weapon skin. And then Halo Wars 2. So does Halo Wars 2 involve this ship? I don't know. Huh. I don't want to read about Halo Wars 2 because we'll play it eventually. Let's look up Halo games in or in timeline order. So this is from the Halo Universe forums. Halo Wars is first, then Reach, which I've played, Combat Evolved, which I've played recently. Those two I played. Last year? This year? Within the past year and a half. So then Halo 2, Halo 3 ODST, Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo 5 Guardians, Halo Wars 2 is after Halo 5? And then it says, we do not count Strike and Assault as actual Halo games. Oh, okay. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll play the rest of the franchise before I play Halo Wars 2. That's really interesting. I just assumed it took place somewhere around like 2 or 3, because I think the first Halo Wars game actually came out around Halo 3, because it has, like, the, um, the scorpions, or no, the, the scarabs in it, the big, like, walking tanks that shoot lasers out of their mouths, um, which is kind of cool, because you have, you have three Spartans that are with you in Halo Wars, and, uh, one of the abilities that the Spartans have is that they can, um, uh, they can take over enemy ships, so if you, like, send them at, at a, at a, at a, uh, Banshee, they can, they can jack the Banshee, just like you can do in Halo 3. Um, but they can even do it to a scarab. So on one of the last levels, you actually get to take over a scarab and you just, it's just walking around with your troops, which is pretty cool. Um, here's the city. Is it, it's Bilbin. Okay. So the forest then, Kalima forest should be right over here. If I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it's very satisfying to have, this is the Bilbin barricade. Very satisfying to have a, uh, a scarab marching with you. Okay. Let's push this block. Wait, how do I get through here? Uh, I don't... Oh, I have to push the block to the side? Yeah, there we go. That lets us through the barricade. I don't know why I'm going back to Kalima Forest. I don't know why... Nothing in the game has told me back to going to go back to Kalima Forest. So that's fine. Um, hey, Scott, in the Discord channel that I have up... Oh, his Discord channel said, What's everyone up to today? Playing more Golden Sun. Right now. You're 
in the podcast. <laughs> um, Scott's been listening to the podcast. Hi, Scott. Uh, you should go check him out on Twitch. He's great. It's un- it's the underscore Scott underscore spot, I think. I hope that's correct. Uh, if it's not, Editor Troy will fix it. Um, I watched him playing some Pokemon yesterday, and it was really fun. Uh, me, me, me and my kiddo were watching him. So we're in the forest here. Um, I don't actually know where I'm supposed to be going. Nothing in the plot has told me what to do next. At least that I remember. Maybe maybe it told me at the end of last episode and I've just forgotten. That's entirely possible. Because that last episode was like like a month and a half ago I recorded that. It's been a minute. Um, I started playing Oracle of Ages since then. I've only done one episode of that so far, but I want to do more. I Listen, I, I, I don't dislike Golden Sun, but... The battles, as you can probably tell from the fact that I'm not describing them, are not super interesting to me. And there's a lot of them. So it has been um, it has been a little bit different recording it than I expected it to be. Um, not bad, just different. But I, I want to bounce back and forth between this and Oracle of Ages. So let me tell you what my primary motivation right now is. Is I'm playing Golden Sun because I want to go play Oracle of Ages. And so I'm making myself do an episode of Golden Sun before I go play more Golden, uh, or more Golden Sun before I play more Oracle of Ages. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I've been up to. Um, I went for a bike ride with my kiddo. That was super fun. We got we got a bike trailer a little bit ago, and uh, it hasn't really been nice enough to use it, but we did yesterday. I hooked up the bike trailer and we rode down to the mailbox, which is not terribly far away, but it is down a hill. And um, riding down the hill completely kicked my... Well, actually, riding down the hill was super easy. But riding back up the hill after basically not riding a bike for, like, a year and riding back up the hill with a trailer on the back of my bike was real hard. And I was breathing really hard when I did it. And my my throat's all scratchy now. So I apologize if I sound weird. It's because I made my throat all scratchy by riding a bike. Um, Yeah, but that was fun. I'm I'm excited to, to take my kid on bike rides. It's just the problem is our house is, like... We live kind of up at the top of a hill, so anywhere I ride from here, I have to then ride up a hill to get back. So um, I might I might start trying to instead um, throw throw my bike and his trailer in the car and drive down to somewhere flatter and then go for a bike ride because uh, yeah, riding riding up and da- riding riding up that hill, riding down the hill is fine. Riding up the hill is kind of a bummer. Um, I'm, I'm gonna look up, I'm gonna go back to that walkthrough and see where it wants me to go. Kalima Kalima Forest. Let's see. Uh, it's the same as before, just go through the whole thing until you reach the area where Trent and Laurel are. Okay, cool. Um, but I like riding a bike, and the idea of taking my son for bike rides is, is very fun to me, but a little bit, a little bit exhausting. Um, okay, just doing some tree pushing puzzles here in Kalima Forest so that I can get through. I like the the, 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 the tree pushing puzzles, um, or rather I did like them the first time I came through Kalima Forest, but I kind of wish they just stayed solved or that you like, you know, Dark Souls style dropped a ladder when you finished so that you could just skip them the subsequent times that you come through here. Cause this is like the fourth time I've done these tree puzzles and you know, they're okay, but I don't know that they're worth doing four times, you know? Um, I think, oh gosh, I have to like lower the water here, don't I? I do. 
I do have to lower the water. Okay, we're gonna go over and we'll press the button to lower the water. Isaac flipped the switch and opened the dam. And there goes the water. And then I have to go over here and I have to push this one log. Um, that one goes there. That goes back down. And then we have to go raise the water. It's just a little tedious, you know? I feel like it just kind of artificially lengthens the game when it makes you do the puzzles over and over again. I don't know. Again, I don't dislike this game, but but it is it is a little bit tedious. It's a little bit grindy. Um, I like the story. I like the characters. I like the art style. Um, but the, the, the battles are just not the most exciting. Okay, here's, here's the lady tree. Leave now before the forest is destroyed. Oh, okay. Oh, got into a battle. Let's fight these bees and then we'll go talk to the dude tree. Fighting some bees. All right. Um, here's the dude tree who says dot, dot, dot. That's all he says. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I just read the next line of the walkthrough I'm reading. <sighs> Reach the areas where Trent and Laurel are at. Go over and talk to him, which will bring up your menu. Give him Hermes water, which you got at the Mercury Lighthouse. I just turned my game off. Turn it back on, because I'm just going to reload my save back where I was. Because I'm, otherwise I just have to run all the way back there, right? Like, God damn it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're, we're going to load our save. We're going to step back into this stupid building and go up to the water. Uh, we don't have to fear an epidemic as long as we got the water's flowing, the, the thing's flowing with water. Let's go to item. Does anyone have an empty bottle? You don't have an empty bottle? Empty bottle. Look at that. Extracts water from a magic spring. Use. Garrett uses empty bottle. Garrett got Hermes' water. So what, what is it going to say in my menu about Hermes' water? I wonder. Hermes' water. Replenishes all HP. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <sighs> okay. Back to Immel. We'll go and have the little kid revive us, which means we have to go through this whole cutscene again where they're, like, all sad because she's leaving and stuff. I'm just going to tap A a whole lot. Um, what else have I done recently? Um, ooh, I finally, I, I took Daniel K's advice and listened to an episode of the Common Descent podcast, which is a podcast about, like, evolution and fossil records and dinosaurs and stuff. But they did, the episode I listened to was about penguins. Um, they did a whole episode about penguins and about, like, why penguins are the way they are and the evolutionary tree of penguins and ancient penguins, which, y'all, did you know that there used to be Troy-sized penguins? Like, in the ancient world, there was a time period where there were penguins as big as me, as tall as me, and as heavy as me, heavier than me, even. Heavy, heavier than me before I went on a low-carb diet. Just wandering around, hanging out on planet Earth, like, all over the place. There's just penguins. Big, big, giant penguins. Imagine that. Imagine, stand up right now, and imagine a penguin as tall as you, just chilling out. 
but I know what you're thinking. They sound really cute, right? I want to go give them a hug. Well, that's what I thought uh, when I was listening to the Common Descent podcast, but that's because I forgot about an important detail about the giant human-sized penguins, which is that apparently they had uh, large spear-like beaks. So now imagine that that penguin that's standing in front of you in your mind's eye has just a big old spear sticking off their face. And suddenly, that's not quite so huggable, is it? Yeah, a little bit threatening now. Um, but yeah, that 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 was that was a super cool podcast, the Common Descent podcast. I've only listened to that one episode so far, but the the two hosts of it are very cool, very nice, uh, intelligent guys, and um, I, I liked it a lot. Okay, I'm healing up now. Um, okay, my people are revived. I've got the water of Hermes. I do not need to stay at the end a second time. Everybody should be at full health and full PP. Perfect. Let's head out of town and go back to Kojima Forest again. Um, I also listened to, I've only listened to one episode so far, but there's an episode um, called We Have Issues. That is uh, a couple of guys who, um, I think they're in Florida, and they are, uh, the, the, I guess the, the hook of the podcast is that they're um, having a weekly chat because they are they're trying to get into the comic book industry. And so the podcast is like a weekly chat for them to hold each other accountable for what they're working on in comics, which is a super cool concept, but it's also just them chatting about nonsense. Um, like they talked about, what did they talk about in the episode I listened to? They talked about vampires, I think? They went off on a weird vamp, now I can't remember what weird tangent they went on, but it was very good. Um, I found them because they were they were talking about doing um, promo exchanges. Um, maybe, I'm, I'm gonna message them and see if I can get a promo to stick on the end of this episode. Um, but they were very cool sounding dudes and they, they were doing a Kickstarter um, for a book, a comic book that they made, and it's it's like 300% funded or something crazy like that, which is super cool. I, I, I have only done the one Kickstarter in my life, but uh, it was exhilarating when it got funded. I, I mean, I, it, was, it was like mind-bending, like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm actually going to get to like, that the cool creative thing that I had an idea for is going to exist in the world. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for them. And they seem like very cool dudes. I'm going to keep listening to their podcast. Uh, we Have Issues is the name of that podcast. So so uh, the, the two podcasts that I've listened to recently that I think you should check out are the Common Descent podcast, which I found out about thanks to Daniel K, and then the We Have Issues podcast, which I found out about because uh, Evan um, shared it with me from, uh, from when he saw that they were trying to find people to promo swap with. Cool dudes. Cool dudes all around. Um, yeah. Um, that's, you know what? There's too many dudes in podcasts and both both my recommendations were just a couple dudes sitting around talking about podcasts. Let me give let me give one more podcast recommendation as we make our way back to Kalima Forest, which is um, the uh, Lady Lorians. Uh, the Lady Lorians podcast is one that I'm, I'm very behind on because I still haven't finished Mandalorian season two, but um, I've gone back and listened to all of their um, uh, episodes up to where I'm at Mandalorian season two so far. And it's it's a couple of, a couple of girls who are like really big Star Trek fans, or Star Trek fans, Star Wars fans. They may be their Star Trek fans too, I don't know, but they're big Star Wars fans. And they host a, um, a podcast where they talk about like Mandalorian and Star Wars and fandom and how people suck because they're very exclusionary about fandom which is such a shitty thing to do and just it's a very uh, a very cool take on the star wars universe and a very cool perspective on fandom in general so the lady Lorians is uh another great uh podcast that you should listen to 
as soon as you finish listening to all of Turtle Power Presents Power Playthroughs podcast and the best anime shows ever so far and Too Young for This Trek and any other podcast I'm on that I'm forgetting about. Um, like, uh, what's what's the one? The Bestiary, the one I do with Bill sometimes, by which I mean we haven't done it in a year. That was a fun show, huh? Where we talked about the enemy characters in Final Fantasy VII? The Bestiary. I enjoyed that one. I would like to do more of the Bestiary. Hey, Bill. Hey, hey, Bill, how you doing? Oh, gosh, I forgot to say, and also Podcasters Assemble, and also um, uh, Bill's JRPG trappings, where we're, uh, we're currently playing through The Legend of Zelda 2 Adventure of Link, and um, you can actually find that show has its own feed now. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell people this, but Bill, I'm going to tell people uh, the, the Super Switch Club is the name of it. The Super Switch Club. You have to do the snap. The snap is required. Super Switch Club. Uh, a Nintendo Switch Online book club thingy where we're gonna we're playing Legend of Zelda 2 right now and then uh, later on we're going to um, play uh, other games that are available on Nintendo Switch Online which is super cool um, I'm, and those are all the podcasts I'm on why am I talking about the podcasts I'm on if you're listening to Turtle Power Presents Power Playthroughs podcast uh, episode Golden Sun number like 10 or whatever this is you probably already know all my bullshit already but just in case you don't, hey, there's patreon.com slash turtlepower where you can become a patron of the podcast and you can uh, sponsor an episode where you can make me do whatever you want. Do you want to hear an audio-only let's play of me chopping wood? Sure, I'll do that. Or how about an audio-only let's play of me, um, I don't know, I could do one where like it's just me grinding in Golden Sun like this game is right now. Um, you can sponsor an episode. I'll do. I'll, I'll play whatever you want. Um, like seriously just just let me know what you want me to play i'll do it wait am i going the wrong way i'm in the stupid woods puzzle again for anyone who's trying to keep track of what's actually happening in golden sun the video game that this is an episode of me playing <sighs> another random battle just lots of random bottle battles random battles and pushing logs is a lot of what's happening here um this game is a little bit driving me insane i i i think i like golden sun conceptually more than i like it in practice but maybe it's just because I'm trying to, uh, I think, I think this game, my playthrough of this game is not enhanced by the audio only let's play experience because I'm thinking about it. And like, if I wasn't doing an audio only let's play podcast of playing through golden sun, then right now I could be like sitting on the couch watching Batman. Did you know that the Adam West Batman series is, is available to watch? It is on, uh, I can't remember what the name of the app is. Shoot, let me look, because this is important for you to know. Not like all that other bullshit that I've said. Um, my mom found out that it was available. She was like, hey, can we, how do we watch the Roku app? Because Adam West Batman's on there. But it turns out it's not on the Roku app. It's on uh, something else. What is it on? Uh, I can't find it. Where did it go? Oh, was that? Hang on. Here we go. Uh, FilmRise. There's there's a app you can get on your Apple TV, or they probably have a website and stuff you can go to, and it's called FilmRise, and um, it uh, it has the Adam West Batman show for streaming, and I love Adam West Batman, so uh, I've been watching that. I'm like six episodes in. I just finished the. Uh, Joker's Wild episode, I think is what it's called. Um, I don't watch Batman's very good. 
But well, that's what I was saying, is if I wasn't doing an audio-only Let's Play of this, I could be making my way through this stupid log-pushing puzzle for like the 87th time while uh, watching Adam West Batman, which I think would be a much more enjoyable experience. But because I'm trying to audio-only Let's Play it, I can't just go do something else. This, this is a game I want to pay half attention to, I guess is what I'm saying. I think it would be more enjoyable if I could be uh, doing something else. I guess I am doing something. I'm talking to you. That's the something else I'm doing while I play it. Hey, I just I just changed my whole perspective on this. Now I love this game because it gives me an opportunity to talk to you about random bullshit, like how good the Adam West Batman TV show is. It's very cheesy. I found out, uh, so the Hollywood Babylon is doing a uh, caped commentaries thing where they're watching the Adam West Batman and talking about it. And I haven't been li listening to those like as commentaries. I've just been listening to them after the fact. But Ralph Garman uh, from Hollywood Babylon is like the biggest uh, Adam West Batman fan. And so he knows all kinds of fun trivia about it. But one of the things that I found out about it that I thought was super neat is that um, the Adam West Batman TV show is the origin of the penguin going like, meow, meow, meow. and apparently the reason that he did that is because Lee Berryweather, Lee Berryweather, Lee Merriweather, the actor who portrayed the penguin had uh, given up smoking a few years before being cast as the penguin. And um, they were like, okay, we're going to have you have a like lit cigarette on a cigarette holder hanging out of your mouth all the time as the penguin. And he's like, I don't smoke, and if y'all make me smoke again, I will kill you all. So the, like, bah, was his way of, like, spitting out smoke so that he didn't inhale it, um, which is super cool. Like, uh, that's that's neat. That's the origin of that character. It is messed up that they were like, hey, guy who recently gave up smoking, have a lit cigarette hanging out of your mouth all the time. Um, but cool that that's the origin of it. Okay, we got to the tree. He says dot, dot, dot. And we're going to go to items, and we're going to go to Garrett, and we're going to say, hey, drink this water. Garrett uses Hermes water. The water of Hermes seeped into Tret. And he gets, like, everything starts being glowy. My characters are all looking around. Super cool glowy effects. And the tree opens his eyes. I feel a great power spreading through me. We all look at him. Hmm, life flows within me once again. And then the girl tree opens her eyes and looks over and she says, Tret. And she looks around. As you have recovered, so has our forest. I am sorry to have worried you so, Laurel. And you, young ones, didn't you have a favor to ask of me? Yeah, unfreeze all the people who are trees. She says, yes, Tret, you must turn the people of Kalima into humans again. Yes, that's right. I must hurry. He closes his eyes and the screen turns purple and glowing lights shoot out of his face and the screen fades to white. And then the screen's back to normal and says, that should do it. The people of Kalima are cursed no more. Tread did not always possess this horrible power. It only started when those strange gemstones fell from the sky. Gems from the sky? Do you think he means the Synergy Stones? Yeah, Garrett, obviously. You really think Synergy Stones caused all this trouble? Yeah. I was indeed angry people had laid waste to my forest. They had even taken their axes to me. Then those gems fell into my branches. We all nod. Then all of a sudden, my fury overwhelmed me, and I was lost in anger. We all nod again. The gem reached me when I was filled with sorrow. Our actions spoke our heart's desires, but we had no idea. Those gems twisted my anger into a force beyond my control. Have any of the saplings been transformed by those stones yet, Tret? He looks up into his canopy and then looks back. No, only the elder trees were affected by the falling synergy stones. 
There are others that ha this happened to too? So the same thing could be happening elsewhere. You must have fought many monsters on your way here. Those monsters? Maybe they were animals that were... Once they were pure of heart. <laughs> Those gems have brought a great evil to our world. So we've just been slaying all the monsters of this world. Oh, that's horrible. The screen turns purple. And the lady tree sends out sparkles from her head. Oh, Laurel, you were given powers too? Different from my own, but stemming from the same source. Laurel, what in the world are you doing? Wait, you will soon see. They all look back over at Laurel, who still has sparkles coming out of her head. What did you see, Laurel? It's true. Even the animals have become monsters. And beyond the river? The river that feeds our forest? Yes. An evil forest has riven up to the south of the river. Will you be heading south across the river? Sounds good. We'll do it. That area will only grow more dangerous as time passes. If you must go, you'd better hurry. And we all nod and come back together. I owe you a great debt. You have saved Kolima, the forest, and me. May your roots dig deep and your branches reach high. All right. Hey, we did a thing. We saved the tree person. And now we know that we need to go to an evil forest south of uh, Kolima. I love... I'm kind of ripping off here. Um, Skeleton House uh, does a thing at the end of their episodes where uh, Brett kind of um, summarizes what's happened in that episode and then uh, says a little bit, just a little bit of a tease about what's going to happen next episode. So um, as I find my way out of uh, Kalima Forest, um, I'm going to I'm gonna try and do a little bit of that here. So um, I don't know what episode this is. Let's look it up real quick. Let's keep tapping A, fight this battle. Let's go see what episode of Golden Sun we're on. Um, oh, let me run until I get into another random battle. Okay, there we go. And we'll just tap A for the random battle because that's pretty much what this game's been reduced to for me. Um, our last episode of this game came out on <laughs> January 17th. It's been two months and that was part 12. So this is part 13. Okay, um, so as I find my way out of Klima Forest, I'm, I'm going to finish this battle, and then I'll try and collect my thoughts. Um, okay. Okay, that was episode 13 of Golden Sun. Uh, we gathered some water of Hermes from the lighthouse. We visited Ilum to revive our party members and then made our way back to Kalima Forest where we delivered the water of Hermes to Trent the Tree who let us know that the falling uh, synergy stones gave trees magical powers. And uh, he, as thank you for saving him, lifted the curse. So the people of Kalima, or no, the people of the town, I don't remember what the town's called. But anyway, they're not trees anymore. And also he told us that there's an evil forest. So next time we'll probably um, visit that town to go talk to some people who are formerly trees to find out what that experience was like. And then we'll go um, south of the river to explore an evil forest. Um, 
in the meantime, uh, be sure to check out Skeleton House podcast. They're great. I'm doing, Brent, I'm sorry. I'm doing a weird voice. That's not what your voice sounds like at all. You just have like a very nice, pleasant, like almost NPR voice. So I'm kind of doing my bad NPR voice. I'm not actually doing a you voice. Anyway, uh, go listen to Skeleton House, Skeleton House, go listen to Skeleton House podcast uh, for uh, adventures through Super Mario RPG. And then um, listen to We Have Issues uh, to find out about their cool uh, comic book that they're making. And uh, until next time, friends, tap A and hope for the best. I can't actually. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick up my my bad skeleton house impression in just a second here because I'm not actually out of Kalima Forest yet, and I want to get to the world screen out of the forest so I can save my game, um, and then I'm gonna end the podcast. So we'll just wait until then. Um, hey, I'll tell you what. Watching Adam West Batman really makes me want to work on my uh, on an Adam West impression. I don't really have one yet, but I want to. Um, because Adam West Batman, he's just, Adam West is a great Bruce Wayne and he's a, he's a great Batman too, but I, I really like his Bruce Wayne. Like I think his take on Bruce Wayne would work in a modern setting just fine. His take on Batman, maybe not. It's a little too cheesy for what they do with the Batman franchise right now, but his Bruce Wayne is just very good. Um, but like he just, he has this way of talking. I, I, that, that, that was, that was terrible. I've, I've done, I've done better impressions. Yes. I'm the kind of guy who sits on the couch watching the Batman 66 television program with my child, and I say the lines back at the TV to try to figure out how to do an Adam impression. I'm that guy. Uh, but the, the, like, like, like when he's like the clown prince of crime, that was that was like, terrible again. Why can't I do it now? Now that I'm now that there's a microphone on, I can't do an impression. Apparently, is how that works. Okay, we're we're through another battle. I think this is the last screen in the forest. I think if we just go south, we'll escape from the forest and be able to save our game. Uh all right, world map, save your quest. Um, all right, there it is. Uh, until next time, friends, tap A and hope for the best, and I love you. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Calling all podcasters. Calling all podcasters. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special bulletin. We're reporting live from the We Can Make This Work Probably Podcast Network regarding the latest season of Podcasters Assemble. We are receiving reports of, well, what can only be described as a gigantic ape rampaging through the streets of New York City. Wait. No, wait. This just in. According to our overseas correspondents, there's been a confirmed sighting of a massive reptilian creature off the coast of Japan. Oh, the humanity. If you have any information regarding these two Goliath monsters or their film franchises, please record on your dictaphone and post or telegraph your audio transmission to us at probablywork.com. Over the next several weeks, we will be reviewing some of the biggest films in kaiju cinema, leading up to this year's release of Godzilla vs. Kong. Please, please hurry. Time is running out. The battle of the century. It's Godzilla vs. Kong. A fire-breathing lizard takes on the giant angry ape. Who will come out on top? Why are they fighting? How did that monkey get so big? Find out on the latest season of Podcasters' symbol, Kongzilla-thon. Kongzilla-thon.